Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in 2 Samuel chapter 12, verses 15 and following. This is a difficult passage about the death of David's child. Yesterday, Steve's devotion talked about Nathan the prophet confronting David about his sin, the adultery he committed with Bathsheba, the murder of her husband Uriah. And in verse 13, he says, The Lord has put away your sin, David. You shall not die. Nevertheless, because by this deed you have utterly scorned the Lord, the child who is born to you shall die. And so we're going to read about the death of that child here, starting in verse 15. The Lord afflicted the child that Uriah's wife bore to David, and he became sick. David therefore sought God on behalf of the child, and David fasted and went in and lay all night on the ground. The elders of his house stood beside him to raise him from the ground, but he would not, nor did he eat food with them. On the seventh day, the child died. The servants of David were afraid to tell him that the child was dead, for they said, Behold, while he was yet alive, we spoke to him, and he did not listen to us. How then can we say to him that the child is dead? He may do something to harm himself." But when David saw that his servants were whispering together, David understood that the child was dead. And David said to his servants, Is the child dead? And they said, He is dead. And David arose from the earth and washed and anointed himself and changed his clothes. He went into the house of the Lord and worshipped. Then he went to his own house. And when he he asked, they put food before him and he ate. Then his servants said to him, What is this thing that you have done? You have fasted and wept for the child while he was still alive, but... When the child died, you arose and ate food. David said, While the child was still alive, I fasted and wept, for I said, Who knows whether the Lord will be gracious to me that the child may live. But now that he's dead, why should I fast? Can I bring him back again? I shall go to him, but he will not return to me. So obviously this is a sad and a dark passage and some interesting things to explore here. Some people would ask the question, Why is God killing this child for a sin that his father committed, for somebody else's sin? It seems unjust. Other theologians have looked at this very last sentence where David says, I shall go to him, but he will not return to me. And they've they've wondered what this means. Is this descriptive or is this prescriptive? In other words, are they just describing what David said, whether it has any theological merit or not, or Is this a prescriptive passage where David is speaking something that indicates how God works? And regardless of the answer to that, what exactly does it mean? I shall go to him, but he will not return to me. Some have suggested that David is thinking that he will go to be with his son. They'll be reunited someday, but his son will not be reunited with him in this life. So some people have used this passage to suggest that children go on to the next life when they die. And that raises a whole other series of questions. Do all children go into eternity? Or is this child just taken into eternity because he is the son of a believing father, David? Or does it have nothing to do with that at all? We don't know. The Bible is pretty silent on a lot of those very difficult questions that many people have struggled with as they've tragically lost children. It's also interesting to note that David seems to be at peace with God's verdict. Obviously, he's sad that his son is dead. He's fasting to try to get God to have grace on him. 
But when the verdict is handed down, David goes in and worships the Lord, which would be a very difficult thing to do if you have lost a child under the circumstances like David had. So all of this is interesting to think about. It's an interesting part of the narrative of King David. But as I read this, it reminds me of another son who died for somebody else's sin. It reminds me of another innocent person, so to speak, who had to pay the price for sin. And of course, that's Jesus Christ, who was killed by his own father, God. God orchestrated the circumstances of Christ's death. They were no mistake. They were planned. Every person involved in it, Judas even, the Bible is clear about Judas, the one who betrayed Jesus, which helped get him to the cross, was doing what he was made to do. It was wrong, but God orchestrated all the details so that Jesus, the innocent son, would die. And in dying, after living a perfect and holy and blameless life, in dying and rising again, he defeated sin and death and the power of the devil so that any of us who put our faith and trust in him could have that righteousness, that blamelessness, that holiness credited to us by faith in Christ and have the penalty that we deserve to pay in death, Mark paid on our behalf. We can stand before God holy and blameless. Will we see David's son in heaven someday? I don't know. I think the Bible is ambiguous about that. We don't know the answer to that, but we do know that if we put our faith and trust in Christ, we'll be there with others from every tribe, tongue, and nation who have put their faith in him as well, which is what this whole narrative is setting up. The God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, the God of the Israelites, is marching forward through history through a broken guy like David and difficult consequences for sin like this to take the gospel of Jesus Christ to the entire world so that anybody who has faith can be part of God's family. Anybody who trusts Christ can be a son or a daughter of God. What a great message. What a great hope. Lord, thank you for your gospel. Thank you for Christ. Thank you for this great exchange where we get to have your righteousness and you take our sin if we would just but put a faith in you. Lord, would you comfort those who grieve the loss of a child? We have a lot of questions that are unanswered about that, but you can comfort us in our weakness. We pray that you would. In Jesus' name, amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. 
please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.